fuck? Okay. Uh, still trying to figure this out. My bad. And welcome to the Nomads Podcast. Uh, my name is Jorge Flores, and I'm scheduled for you every Monday, which uh, arguably this is coming up on a Thursday, and it's currently November 17th. Um, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, um, I'm still trying to figure out which one's a better, uh, how do you say, a host provider for podcasts. Um, I thought I'd, er, I did do my research. The, um, I'm currently using Buzzsprout. Hopefully I can use their name. And... Um, I really like it. The only drawback is that you can only put up two hours of content. So, um, I mean, it is what it is. I don't know if I'll transfer over or just pay the subscription. I mean, it's not that much. And then I could put up more. Um, but, I mean, it is what it is. I don't... Uh, apologies for not coming up on Monday. I did record on Monday. And then I realized, oh, fuck, I can't post it. So, I'll probably post what I recorded this coming Monday, put this up this week for this week, so, I mean, it is what it is, um, but yeah, um, uh, again, just to keep rolling off, uh, Monday's episode, I'm still trying to experiment a little bit more about how I record things, instead of, uh, sitting down on a desk, I'm currently standing in the middle of my room, so if I sound echoey, my apologies, um, but again, to repeat myself, I'm your host, uh, <laughs> My bad. So, excuse me. <laughs> um, I'm your host, Jorge Flores, and I'm talking really loudly, as I can see on my monitor. And um, welcome to the Nomads Podcast. Um, you can cu- uh, how do you say it? Oh man, I forgot how to do this. Damn. Uh, just to plug uh, the Twitter handle, the show does have a Twitter handle. It's a uh, no no underscore mods zero zero nine. Uh, you can reach out to me and the show there, and uh, if you want to reach out to me directly, I've decided to use my um, my cooking Instagram in order to be a little bit more of a teaching aid for you guys, so to say. And if you can hear the beeping, my apologies. Uh, <laughs> but the Instagram handle is um, adept underscore apron, I believe. Uh, if not, I'll double check by the end of the show. Um, but welcome back. I'm glad you guys are still sticking around. Um, apologies if some of the episodes aren't posting on Spotify. I'll try to fix that. Um, but, yeah. Um, it's kind of weird since I covered a lot on Monday. I'm trying not to cover a lot. Or, I'm trying to figure out what angles to cover today. I mean, it's kind of tricky when you feel like... I was on a roll on Monday. And this is going to be the podcast where I talk about the other podcast. You know, even though I'm only like six, technically this would be f- number five, but the next one would be six. So it's funny to have a fucking flashback episode already. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, uh, since my trip from Mexico, not to dip too much into the other episode, um, uh, I have been looking into more recipes just to expand my arsenal of uh, recipes. Um, and I've, uh, with the aid of a few friends, I have gotten the list of good recommendations. I haven't tried any yet, but probably will soon. Um, I don't know, but if you guys have any other recommendations in the San Jose area or even in the Bay Area in general, I'll check them out. Cause, um, cause I, I mean, I know San Francisco's got good sourdough, but I've never been to a, a deli out in San Francisco. 
which to me sounds pretty good. I mean, uh, arguably there is a clam chowder, but uh, I'm not that huge a fan of clam chowder. But that's my personal opinion, you know. Um, but another news, uh, man, I feel like trying to talk while standing is kind of tricky. Should I sit? Nah, I'll try to finish this standing up. Um, on further news, I already ran out of stuff to talk about. Oh, um, there was this one thing that I, this thought that I had, which was, wow, I need to start writing my stuff down again. <laughs> it took one week of vacation to forget how to, uh, organize myself, but, um, like, I started thinking about, like, how do I, because thinking back to the theme of the show, about how I wanted to connect what a conversation would be in a kitchen, like a casual conversation, and it's, I will say it's, it's a little bit like it's always sunny in Philadelphia, even in like in a very professional kitchen, like maybe a little drawn back, like of it's always sunny is a 10, in a professional kitchen it'll be like a through, three, a through, a three, <laughs> and um, but like how, how am I categorizing it, you might be wondering, and um, it's a very, it's kind of like when you boil Wait, hold on. I'm trying to think of something you guys might be aware of. Like, or just the idea that when you cook something longer, like a braise, or even like a pozole, because if you, or if you understand that some food tastes better reheated. Wait, no, 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 no. Now I'm going way off. Um, Damn, what am I trying to say right now? When you're trying to create a complex flavor, it doesn't necessarily mean adding a bunch of stuff to it like yes the 12 ingredients do help it but if you're gonna boil it for such a long time sometimes some of those 12 ingredients don't make it all the way through because obviously some flavors are more pronounced than others that being said i feel like the same goes for a work environment in a kitchen where it in order to create something it's the um, i was gonna say amalgamation but it's like well yeah, it's a it's the teamwork of a of literally a team of more than at least three people. I'm saying three because I'm counting off the top of my head. Because it would be like the chef, the sous chef, and then the cook, and then normally there would be another cook, and then it would be the servers and the managers and so on and so forth. So it's like um like literally a team to create one dish, and um. That being said, because so many people are involved, you want people to feel like, I want to say included, but it's more like involved, like, obviously not every workplace is the same, so that's why I'm using like workplace, but like, when somebody in the kitchen creates something, you definitely want to start with obviously the managers, right? And I'm starting to break this down a lot more than I wanted to, but like, start from the managers, then the cooks, and then the prep cook, and then it'd go off to the waiters and servers and dishwashers and so on and so forth. So, like, essentially you're creating, like, um, something in common people can have. In or, and through that one common um, experience, people are able to connect. And that's how people... Like, uh, with, like, uh, bold personalities come out, I guess you can say. Or, like, strong personalities, right? Because 
And some of those strong, strong personalities vary from between very serious or very silly or very or a hybrid. Which it's very rare to see a hybrid. But like when you see them, you're very impressed by their skill because I don't even know how they manage to shift gears. But it's weird because I'm putting myself on the serious side. But I, I don't know if somebody would defend me and say that I'm not. But I mean, I think to a certain degree, like it gets very. Um, there's a gray area between like, or not a gray area, but like th th there's a hard line between being productive and not being productive, and um, which also varies between between the situation. And now I'm just rambling, and I forgot the point I was trying to make, but. The culture of a kitchen, like I said, is like a, a sauce that like boils for a really long time. Like obviously there's strong personalities that follow through or that are more pronounced than the others. But I don't think, no, I, I'm not trying to self-reflect, but, <laughs> um, but in other words, that's what creates a kitchen, right? Like if you have a high energy kitchen, a lot of, um, how do you say it? Oh, man, I started this thought without following it through. <laughs> I mean, it happens, you know? I mean, sometimes, and that's why I kind of believe in the no mods uh, name, because sometimes you got to experience things as they are before you can um, adjust them to your liking. And I'm saying that because um, some, some things are meant to be adjusted. Wait, wait, no, 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 hold on, hold on. take it back, take it back. <laughs> things are meant to be adjusted depending on one's liking, but that doesn't mean someone else is going to like it as well, and, um, like, and I think that, or that itself, that little conflict of, like, what I like versus what you like is what creates the kitchen culture, because it's very, it's not, like, a very aggressive one, but it's very much, like, you're going to, you shouldn't be trying to one-up the person, but you should be able to, like, work in parallel. So, like, if you do get, like, the competitive spirit, then you should be able to make something that matches that. Or be able to enhance what that person's making in order to prove your point. But it you shouldn't approach it as improving your point. You should, you should approach it as in, like, I'm benefit... Er, we are all going to benefit if I can create something of good caliber that can produce good results and ultimately sells and people really enjoy. And to me, that would be phase one of the kitchen culture because phase two would be almost like the behind the scenes, which would be the, um, the prep cooks, the dishwashers. And I would even say the chef because the chef doesn't have to do a lot of the ordering and scheduling and so on and so forth. And, um, and ultimately the chef determines the workload for the behind the scenes, which obviously that bond of, um, but that relationship is a lot more simpler because it's very much like, oh, I listen to what he says. And it's a, in a very rare occasion, you'll see the prep cook get along, like, how do you say it? Not, or obviously they're getting along, but it's more of, um, camaraderie. Rather than like a, like a job. And I think that sense of camaraderie. Sorry, I can't speak English today. Um, I still haven't had breakfast. <laughs> um, 
that sense of camaraderie, I think, goes a long way, even if it just starts with a couple people, because even if the people around there don't follow the same leader, the people behind you will support your sense of camaraderie and that kind of, it, it'll resonate throughout people's days, and, um, so, like, I, I've been, like, drawing this giant-ass picture, and I'm trying to figure out how to, like, I can <laughs> boil it down so you can understand it, and it's, um, uh, honestly, a kitchen is like a family. Like, it's hard to explain, but, like, you're always gonna have that one drunk uncle that you're, like, you're cool with, but you don't wanna, like, hang out with. <laughs> that sounds bad, but, like, um... If not, there's a weird religious uncle that you're like, that's equally as bad for reasons. And then, obviously, there's going to be the loud one. And then there's going to be the the weird playboy one. And, and I'm labeling this, like, in general, because it can... Like, again, the kitchen is mostly male-oriented. But, like, you will see, like, a lot of uh, female cooks and chefs. With uh, these certain uh, characteristics as well, which I'm I'm generalizing female chefs and cooks, but because I haven't met as many, but I've noticed they are very strong-willed, and I um I feel like there's something to learn from them, even by just observing, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean that that's a whole other topic on itself. I might write my thoughts about that one. Um, Damn, and then that thought made me lose track of what I was trying to say. Oh, going back to the family thing, like, there, and, like, even in the family dynamic, there's always, like, the two central characters, like a mom and dad, or vice versa, or whatever, or a guardians, right? If you want to put it in a simpler term. And, um, um, but ultimately, like, it's that culmination of different characters, and, like, the, the, um, the stronger personalities coming through and shining bright that create the kitchen culture because it's not necessarily that the stronger personalities like rule the kitchen um but it's like that the balance of like work stress wanting to live your life and then i believe age becomes a factor no matter age is always a factor in a restaurant you know because um the younger kids are always trying to do some shit. The older people are trying to get at the young people. And you're like, dude, you need to calm the fuck down. And I, I said that very casually because I, I see it pretty often. But, like, I understand it's kind of scary, you know. But I don't know. The, I do know. <laughs> I'm just scared to talk about it. I don't know why. Mm. But that being said... As scary as it is, a lot of the younger kids do kind of band together. Not to, like, help each other out, but, like, obviously, like, they create, like, a really strong bond. And it kind of, like, it makes the the, the older people realize, like, oh, like, I shouldn't be fucking with their little, uh, their little clique or their little group because it's going to throw shit off balance. And, like, what the fuck am I going to do? And arguably, that's... Uh, a very healthy approach because you know your limitations because obviously you can't hang out with the fucking young kids right um 
Wow, that one. I'm I'm kind of like rehashing like flashbacks that I've seen, and it's not that they were gross. It's just very like oh fuck, <laughs> like um. Uh, I wouldn't say my personality is that much of a protector, but like, there's been a few times where I'm like fuck, I should have said something or should have stepped in, and I don't know. But moving forward, and hopefully in my next kitchen job, I have the balls to speak up, and, uh, are, I mean, I, I'm, I am 27, I think everyone grows their, grows a sack, or sacks up at a different age, you know, and, um, uh, I don't know, like, that's making me sound fucking terrible, but, like, it's true, like, when you get scared, like, you kind of, you react how you react. Mm-mm. Oh man, I'm getting. <laughs> I'm not getting depressed out of this conversation, but it's kind of, kind of makes you think a little bit. Like, and I would argue this goes into like multiple workplaces because I mean, I'm not saying we all have to like stand up and do something for like everybody, but like, I feel like if you witness something. I would argue you are responsible to a degree. And and that would go for like any situation where it's like that where you witness something and you see and you personally fe- have a strong feeling about like reacting or doing something then I feel like just for your self-preservation of mind or however you want to say that cuz I'm not really I know what I'm trying to say, but I can't say it because I'm trying to say a lot at once. But you should commit to what you what you're reacting to and defend it, because like like they say, like if you're wrong, like you didn't lose anything, you were just wrong. And um, but I don't know. I think there's a fear behind trying to react, and I don't know. I think. I think I've always had that in the back of my mind, and I'm sure I'm not the only one, and uh, <laughs> thank you for sharing this moment with me. It's kind of, um, I don't know, I, I've i noticed this podcast has made me like start talking and like realize like, oh fuck, like this goes a little deeper than I thought rather than just blowing it off, because I think, or uh this goes back to like how a kitchen culture like affects you as a person because if you're not in a good kitchen I think you won't learn like good morals well I mean everybody's different as well right but if you're in a good environment I feel like you do um absorb a lot of those good qualities and I'm not saying like a bad kitchen will give you bad qualities but like it does um numb you from like empathy and like feelings and I think it's a very common um, feeling a lot of people get. And in other words, I'm trying to say, no matter what work field you are, thank you for listening. And I suggest if you feel like you're becoming desensitized or numb to your own feelings, uh, just try reaching out. Because it it is that time of year where a lot of people become depressed. And um, if you need someone to talk to... uh, I'm here for you. <laughs> I'm not crying, but like, 
I'm tearing up a little bit. <laughs> um, but I'll probably end the podcast soon enough. Um, but if you do want to, holy shit. But if you do want to reach out to me, you can reach out to me on Twitter on uh, no underscore mods 009 or on Instagram uh, Adept Abram. Holy shit. <laughs> nah, I'm fine. Um, but reach out to me if you guys want to talk, okay? Uh, I'll offer any or to any of you. Uh, <laughs> I know I got really emotional, um, but, oh man, if I say I'm fine, it's going to sound like a cry, but I'm, I'm fine. I'm generally fine. I just, um, uh, I feel like to a degree I care about what I do and my effect on others, so I do take myself very seriously, and um, um, I'm just adding this last part in just so um, I can communicate with you guys that I'm I'm fine. It just uh, I have a deep sense of caring, I guess, in a way. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty mean about it, but I mean, it is. It's kind of funny and ironic that my way of caring is me kind of being an asshole. But I mean, I try. To at least come clean when I know I've stepped, uh, I stepped over the line. Um, oh man! <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening. I didn't think. Uh, I appreciate you guys for listening, and uh, I really hope to hear from back from you guys. I mean, I'm enjoying this so far. Um, but I mean, I'll try to talk about more about food next time, or figure out how to balance this, or. I might just make this podcast a lot longer, and um, I'll figure out how to do that. I think it might mean switching over uh, host providers. But um, again, thank you for listening, and uh, I'll make sure to post on th- uh, this coming Monday. Um, if it sounds bad, just let me know. Again, just reach out to me. It's uh, my Twitter's uh, no no underscore mods zero zero nine, or on Instagram adept apron. <clears throat> or adept underscore apron. And again, my name is Jorge Flores, and I hope you guys have a great week.